0: Welcome to the Parashah and Halacha audio series, a presentation of contemporary halachic topics as they relate to the Parashah Tashavuah. The Sephardic Halakha Center is committed to advancing the research and application of halacha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakhic consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halacha Journal, and for all other information, please call 1-844-200-TSHC or email us at info at org. The following is an introduction from Harav Shemuel Pinchasi Shlita, the Nasi of the Sephardic Halacha Center, followed by a loose translation
1: of his remarks. Oh, <laughs> אני חייב לומר במילים ספורות שגדולה תלמוד שביאה לידי מעשה. ורבותינו ראו את נושא ההלכה עד כמה זה חשוב. עד שאומרים שחדי קודש הבריחו לעסוק כשמט את העליבת הילחתה. חזאל אומרים, אוהב השם שארץ ציון מכל משקנות יעקב. אוהב השם שערים המצוינים בהלכה יותר מכל בתי כנסיות ובתי מדרשות. כמה זה חשוב בתי כנסת, כמה זה חשוב בתמידרשות. אין ספק שכל מילה בתורה יש בזה טילי טילין של שכר בעולם הזה, בעולם הבא, אבל אין מעלה כגודל לימוד התורה בביוחד כשמגיעה הלכה למעשה. עד כדי כך שחזל אומרים שמאז שחרב בית המקדש, לא זסה השכינה מיכותל המערבי אבל רבינו אומרים שאין ללא הקדוש ברוחו אלא ד עמות של אלחה כלומר יש שני דברים יש כותל המערבי יש בית המקדש של צרנו עדיין אנחנו מת אביב ושואבים שואפים לקיים את לקיו שכינה מאפרה אבל אין ללא הקדוש ברוחו אלא ד עמות של אלחה זו מעלת אלחה בפתחם סופר מסביב ואומר יש שניים שהקב' הוא בוכה עליהם. אחד, שיכול ללמוד והוא לומד. והשני, שהוא לא יכול ללמוד ולומד. שואלך חתם סופר, שאלה ידועה ומפרוצמת בישלם אדם שיכול ללמוד ולא לומד. אז הקדוש הוא בוכה עליו, כי חבל על די עוד כישרון, עוד כוח. אבל למה הקב' בו הוא בוכה על מי שלא לא יכול ללמוד ולומד אומר החתם סופר פילי פלאות, אומר, הוא לא יכול ללמוד פלפול, והוא לומד פלפול, והוא יכול להיות גדול בהלכה. היה יכול להיות במושגים של ההלכה, משיג שמט תליבדי הלכת, יכול להגיע לדרגות של ללבד הלכה אבל הוא לא לומד הלכה, הוא לומד דבר אחר. ואז זה היה כזו שהוא כואב, ועל זה הוא בעצם בוחק כאילו חבל מאוד שהוא מתעסק בדברים אחרים שהם אולי באמת חשובים, אבל אין להם תועלת כל כך. כמו זה שיכול להגיע לידי הלכה, לליבון ההלכה. ולכן אני אומר אשריכם ואשר חלקכם שאתם עוסקים בלימוד ההלכה, במיוחד הרבנים הגאונים שהם באמת תורמים מזמנם, ממרצם, מעונם ועונם, עונם ועונם, שברוך השם באים ועושים מלאכת קודש ללמוד וללמד הלכה צרופה, הלכה ברורה. אני מאחל לכולם שידיכם לגאון ולתפרד ולעלות בעזרת השם ביתר וביתר Rav
0: Shmuel Ben Hasi says the following. With the permission of my brothers and friends, I just want to say a few words about the greatness of Talmud Torah, which leads to action. Hachamim extolled the virtue of limud halacha so much that they state that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has special pleasure in the study of Torah for the purpose of knowing the correct halacha. Hazal say on the Pasuk, Ohev Hashem Shaaret Zion Mikol Mishkenot Yaakov, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves the study halls of halacha more than any other batekineset and Batei Midrash. There is no doubt that every word of Torah merits a tremendous amount of reward in Olam Azeh and Olam but there is no greater virtue than the study of Torah HaLakha Maase. The rabbis say that since the destruction of the Bet HaMikdash, the Shekhinah has not left the Kotel Ma'aravi. On the other hand, the rabbis also say that after the destruction, HaKadosh Baruch Hu only has in his world the four Amot of HaLakha. HaKhamim are comparing, are yearning for the rebuilding of the Bet HaMikdash and restoring the glory of the Shekhinah to the tremendous Ma'ala of studying HaLakha. The Hatam Sofer explains that the Gemara says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu cries over two types of people. One who can learn and does not learn, and one who cannot learn and learns. The question is obvious. It is clearly unfortunate that one who can, can learn and does not learn... The question is obvious. Clearly it is unfortunate that one can learn and does not learn. What a waste of potential and kohot. However, what is wrong with one who cannot learn and nevertheless pushes himself to learn? The Hatam Sofer answers that the Gemara is referring to one who cannot learn on the deep level of Pilpul and nevertheless attempts to do so at the expense of knowing Halakha. This, so to speak, pains HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that although this person is obviously learning important things, still he is neglecting the important study of Halakha. Therefore, I commend those who study halacha, especially the very knowledgeable rabbis of the Sephardic Halacha Center, who invest time, effort, and money in clarifying and arriving at the proper, proper halachic conclusion and teaching them to the tzibur. I bless them to continue with this Melechat HaKodesh, and may they merit to see much success in this great endeavor. Le'agdil Torah Adira Amen. The following shiur is delivered by Rabbi Mordechai Lebhar, Rosh Kollel at Link of Los Angeles. For more information or shiurim, please visit dshc.org or call one 200 tshc That's one 200
2: 8742 In Parashat Birishit it's written in Pirig Bet that finally after Hashem created the world for six days, <laughs> HaShem rested and finished up all the work on the seventh day. So what is forbidden in the Torah is for a Jew to do work however it's not exactly clear what that work is and it's known that the work that we are talking about in Shabbat is learned out from the Mishkan is the 39 milachot however if somebody works on Shabbat not doing the 39 milachot but he works that doesn't seem to be there as a prohibition. For example, a person works as a mashgiach kashrut in a uh, in an event or uh, somebody babysits children or they run a children's program or somebody who's a chazan or somebody who's a rabbi. All of those are examples where someone is working. Nevertheless, it's not work that's forbidden to be done on Shabbat. So you would think that that's allowed. However, we find in the Gemara, in Masechet, Baba Metzia, D'Afnun Dalid D'Afnun Chet, I'm sorry, that there is a special prohibition on Shabbat of working and receiving receiving reward. As it's written in Baba Metzia, that if somebody rents his worker to watch a cow, to watch a child, to watch the field, we don't give him Sekhar Shabbat. Because you're not allowed to pay him for Shabbat itself. Rashi in Masechet Kitubot, Dafsamih Dalid Amudalif, says that the reason why somebody is not allowed to work on Shabbat is because it looks like you're doing business. <speaking in Hebrew> it looks like you're doing business on Shabbat. Very logical that if somebody's working on Shabbat and he's getting paid for it, so it looks that like he's working on Shabbat and therefore it's forbidden. Um it could be that there's another reason as well. The Rambam, interestingly enough, includes all of the halachot of schar Shabbat in perigvavavilchot Shabbat, which is the halachot of not being able to receive hana'ah, not able to receive pleasure from the work on Shabbat. So it could be that the Rambam understood that the prohibition of schar Shabbat is that one is receiving hana'ah. Now there's a very uh, famous chidush in the name of Rav Chaim Brisker that um, that that goes around the yeshiva that is not written in his sefer but it's set over by his students or visitors Alman Meltzer and also it's written in the stencil Ketav Yad and this chidush of Rav Chaim Brisker is uh, is known in Shar in, in, in Shabbat, but what's less well-known is that this chidush was already said by the great Ora Chaim HaKadosh of Chaim Benatar in his Sefer chefet Hashem and Moshe Chet Shabbat of Yutet Abudalef, And they both say the same yeso, the same principle. This principle solves many questions, but it's going to be questionable if it's followed Lehalacha. So this is the chidush that they say regarding Shar Shabbat. The prohibition of receiving uh, a salary on Shabbat or receiving receiving payment for doing work on Shabbat is not merely that you're receiving money. And the proof says uh, says says uh, Rav Chaim quoted in a letter from Rav Izzer Zalman Meltzer, printed in the back of the Sefer Bet Yerucham that if somebody finds an object on Shabbat, he finds a very expensive diamond ring, he's allowed to keep it. We see from over here that the prohibition of schar Shabbat is not dependent upon the fact that somebody is is uh, uh, getting money on Shabbat because he's allowed to receive money on Shabbat. However, the prohibition is that when somebody does work and he gets paid for it, then work transforms as if it's forbidden work on Shabbat. But there has to be work involved in order for that prohibition to start. If somebody is not doing any work whatsoever, so there's no, there's no isur of schar Shabbat. Uh, Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach in, uh, Shmirat Shabbat, Kehil Chata, bases himself on, on this chidush of, uh, of 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 uh, Rav, both Rav Chaim the Orach Chaim and of Rav Chaim Brisker, that according to this, it could be that a person would be able to benefit from uh, from from having his uh, stocks in the bank, even if they're sp- paid specifically on Shabbat, because it's known that that uh, that it, you're getting paid for interest on Shabbat. Now, usually that's not a problem, as we're going to see that there's a special permission in Shar Shabbat of Havlaa of absorbing, of absorbing payment. And that should be allowed, that should be allowed if on Shabbat he is receiving schar. So, on Motzei Shabbat as well, on Motzei Shabbat as well, since he is, uh, he, 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 the, the he's also receiving schar. So, for that, in other words, he's receiving payment from Shabbat morning till midnight. So, part of that schar Part of that reward is going to go for when it's not going to be Shabbat already, and therefore that would be a lot. Moshe Feinstein says, if you have Shabbat and Yom Tov right after the other, so you're getting payment for a time that's fully Sh- fully Shabbat, so then it's going to be a problem. Rosh Orbach, however, points out that based on this on on this on this Rav Chaim Brisker, it wouldn't be a problem. This is what he writes in brought down in the Sefer Orchot Shabbat Bet, a siman, and in Shabbat chata kuf yud. That uh, one would be able to receive money from the bank. Others say that they weren't talking about it; they weren't saying this chidush lehalacha. They were saying it in a specific opinion. I'm not going to get into the, those whole details. However, there there are poskim that understand this chidush of Reb Chaim lehalacha, which would mean that it's only if real work is done. Then you, you, uh, then you get, um, then then you would have to, then then there would be a problem. But if it's not real work, that would be allowed. So let's come to some common examples and see where this applies. As I mentioned, one of the uh, most common uh, uh, applications to this is a chazan or a rabbi on Shabbat and the yamim tovim getting paid for his job. So this is a halacha that's already spoken about in the Shulchan Aruch in. Hilchot Shabbat and in Hilchot Rosh Hashanah, and the Shulchan Aruch writes uh, writes the following. The Shulchan Aruch writes in Siman Shin Zayin Seif Hey, and I read the following. I'm sorry, not Sivay, Seif. I'm sorry, it's Siman Shin. So the Shulchan Aruch continues in Simanshin Simanshin Vav, Sivay. Asur lehaskir chazanim lehitpalel be Shabbat veyesh mi she matir. You're not allowed to rent out chazanim to pray on Shabbat and there are those who are matir. So here the Shulchan Aruch seems to say clearly, Stam Vyesh, that it's Asur. Now this Machloket is based on the Mordechai brings the opinion of Rabbi Nushmoel, that the Tzorich Mitzvah, for the purpose of the Mitzvah, one would be allowed to receive Schar Shabbat. And on that, the, uh, the, 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 first opinion says, why would that be allowed? Eh, Rabbi Baruch says, why would that be allowed? do we find that for any mitzvah derabanan we all of a sudden wave it in in the place of a mitzvah and it seems to be that the shachana Aruch followed this opinion that you're not allowed to receive schar Shabbat. nevertheless nevertheless in hilchot yom kippur he seems to give such a leniency and it seems to be a stira a con- uh, it seems to be a, it seems to be that there's a that there's a contradiction and uh, there's many poskim that discuss this this halacha and Rav Yosef has a long teshuvah about it, and Rav Yosef proves from different communities that the, the long-standing minhag was always to be lenient in this regard. Um, first of all, the Shulchan Aruch Harav in Siman Shin Zayin writes that this was the minhag. Also the Shulchan Gavo'a, Siman Tafkuf Pehe also writes that this was minhag. Not only that, in the Sefer China V'Chizda, one of the Turkish Rabbanim, in page Samichtet writes that the Chikre Lev and others, we have a chevrav of learning Mishnayot and get paid for it on Shabbat and nobody ever said anything. Furthermore, in the Ashkenazi countries, the shochatim on Yom Tov would get paid specifically for their work on Shabbat. And therefore, Rav Yosef in Chelik Simon Chafei says that the minhag was always to be lenient in this regard to be paid specifically for a dvar mitzvah. And although the Shulchan doesn't seem to uh, uh, to uh, to apply this, but Rav Yosef says maybe the Shulchan in Hilchot Yom Kippurim was choser. That means he went back. On one he wrote in Siman Shinvav that seems to say the uh, Stam opinion that it's Asur, the went back and in Siman Tuf in Hilchot Rosh Hashanah would hold that it's allowed. Another way that you can explain this stira that there's not a contradiction, is that in Siman... Uh, Shinvav, even though he wrote Stam V'yesh, we always look in the Bet Yosef how he follows. And over here, it seems to be that the Shulchan justified the opinion of the Soch Mitzvah, it's allowed. And since that's the case, even though it's written Stam V'yesh, in this opinion, we'd follow the Yesh Omrim as it's written, Hilchot Rosh Hashanah as well. Either way, whatever way you slice it, that was the common custom. Rav Izzar Zalman Meltzer says, according to this principle of Rav Chaim Brisker and as we mentioned, Rav Chaim HaKadosh, if one is... Praying on Yom Tov, it's not really a mila'cha. He explains it's not really work. The only type of schar shabbat that's forbidden is that when you're doing work. But when it's not really work, says uh, says uh, says 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 the 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 based on Reb Chaim that it's not considered really work, and therefore one would be able to get paid for such a thing because it's not that the the schar transforms the uh, the the actual payment. Either way, this was a little bit of an explanation why somebody would be able to get paid for work on Shabbat as being a shochet or any dvar mitzvah. Now, this presents a big problem by many synagogues where they have childcare. Child care. childcare is a program that they have so that the parents could pray and you take care of the children. And a lot of times these childcare uh these childcare groups are getting paid on Shabbat? How could they get paid on Shabbat? Hare, there is a prohibition of schar Shabbat. How could they get paid? I'm sorry for working on Shabbat. They're getting paid for uh, for 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 specifically working on Shabbat. So to say that it's a Tzorech mitzvah. It's not so simple. At Torah mitzvah we need to have something as a real mitzvah for example that you're being uh, that you're that you're learning or you're getting paid for learning or you're being paid for being a a, a a rav or a chazan that's where we find the leniencies. And even that we mentioned is a machroket and we had to justify the minhag. But to say that every child care program is a mitzvah it's not so simple. It's not. It's not so simple to say that 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 would be considered a torah mitzvah And every babysitting is considered a torah You could you could extend that to many times. Therefore, the proper thing would be for child care to make sure that they do work in advance uh in for this child care and then there's a heter there's a special permission called bihafla'a that you're absorbing the payment even in shabbat even though we know that you're really getting paid mostly for shabbat but since you're you are you have a little bit of the payment that's going towards something that's not done on shabbat you could absorb the rest of the payment in that time that was paid beforehand now the problem is in a lot of child cares people don't usually uh the, the, the don't prepare beforehand they usually come and just watch the kids and, uh, and, and that would be an issue. So my suggestion would be is that child care workers should have some type of expenses that they buy food for the kids or anything else and they submit those expenses and within, th- through that framework of the expenses, they get paid also for their work on Shabbat and that would be allowed. So once again, child care, if one would want to permit child care on Shabbat and Yom Tov, uh, getting paid for Shabbat in Yom Tov they should have some expenses and they get paid for the expenses same thing to a babysitter that comes specifically on Shabbat they should have expenses they should bring some candies beforehand and you pay them for those candies and also for their babysitting job but just babysitting himself would be a problem of Shabbat same thing too for for a Mashgiach Kashrut he has to make sure that he works on Friday a little bit bringing things beforehand or Motziz Shabbat otherwise there would be a problem of Shabbat uh These are, these are, uh, some, some common applications that, that come up. As we mentioned, uh, there are those who don't agree with this Chidush of Chaim. And it seems, and it seems to be from the Magin Avram in Simanshin Zayn this way, because he says that you're not allowed to get profits out of, uh, out of interest profits accruing, obviously, from a, from a goy, but that would be, you're getting interest profits accruing if it's only coming on Shabbat. And that's where I mentioned that Moshe Feinstein has a teshuvah, and he says that wouldn't be a problem if, uh, if, 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 uh, if on a regular Shabbat, on a regular Yom Tov, because you're always going to have part of the day that's during the week, so it's getting, abso- that, so that time is being absorbed. But it would be, according to, it, 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 according to this, one would have to be careful that on, on the days of Shabbat and Yom Tov following right afterwards, that one can't get interest for those payments. And as we mentioned, according to Rab Chaim and the Ora Chaim there would be a, uh, there would be a heter in uh, in in that regard, for a chazan as well as we mentioned, sin a, since a chazan is getting paid specifically for 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 Rosh Hashanah, so you're gonna say you pay him for the preparation. A lot of times, believe it or not, chazanim do not prepare beforehand, especially if they're very experienced. After many many years, they just go right ahead and they know how to, how to, how to pray. So in that regards, they would have to do a slichot, an important slichot. Rev Shumoz in Halichot Shilomo says that it has to be an important Siddiqot that they do, that, that they, that they pray beforehand. Otherwise, it's getting, it's considered as if they were, are being specifically paid to work on Shabbat. And although the Shulchan Aruch says it's allowed, nevertheless, uh, nevertheless, it's proper to be Machmir because there are opinions that say that it's Asur. Another reason why it's proper to be Machmir is because the Shulchan Aruch writes in Simantaf Pehe that even though it's allowed, that a, per, for, that a person's not going to see berakha from that money. So it would be better always to do something bihavla'a. Otherwise that money doesn't have uh doesn't have beracha. Now, even though that money doesn't have berakha, it could be that you're still allowed to do it. And just like uh work on Purim and work on Tisha Bayav, Siman beracha. And the Aruch writes in Hilchot uh, in Ilchot Purim, that if a person has to pay off loans to other people, then it could be he would be able to take that money, because Enoroi Simon Beracha doesn't apply. But if a person's just adding in extra money, so it would be better that he does it in a proper way and not rely on this heter of Dvar Mitzvah. Son, that we should always earn our money, beofen akasher, and beofen bo beracha, chazaku baruch.
0: This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakha consultation, monetary beddin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call one 844 200 SHc or email
1: info at theshc.org to subscribe.